Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from Dim Digital, and welcome to the Fantasy Gaming League Draft Show. I'm here just to do a quick primer and refresher of the rules before we get into the draft, which is going to be between Mr. Paper and Logan. Here's a quick rundown of the rules. The aim is to create a roster of 10 games that will score well on Open Critic. Whoever has the highest accumulative score will be crowned the winner. No duplicated games are permitted on the competing rosters. Transfers are permitted during the agreed windows, the calendar months of March, June and September. Transfers can only be made of unscored games and there is a five-point penalty to do so. There are no limits to the amount of transfers that can be made. Any game transferred out by a competitor or a captain will enter the free transfer market where another competitor or captain may transfer that game in without any penalty points. The Logan rule is in effect, meaning the season has a predetermined end date and time. Scores will be tied up at this point to determine the final standings. The Fantasy Gaming League Grand Prix is made up of six competitors. Draft position is determined by the previous year's Grand Prix finishing position. The demoted captain from the previous year's championship match will take number six draft position by default. Competitors may forfeit their draft position if they miss the submission deadline. Those who meet the deadline will be promoted where possible. If more than one competitor misses the deadline, the remaining draft positions will be determined in the order the remaining submissions are made. The winner will be promoted to the championship match to contest for the Fantasy Gaming League Championship. All transfers that are made in the Grand Prix are at the competitor's discretion and do not impact the championship rosters. The Fantasy Gaming League Championship. The championship is contested by the reigning FGL champion and the previous year's Grand Prix winner. The captains will need to build a team of three Grand Prix competitors and 10 games. Six of the 10 games will be made up of the first available games that are on the Grand Prix competitors' rosters. The captains will have an opportunity to select four of the 10 games. All transfers are made at the captain's discretion and do not impact the Grand Prix rosters. That's enough from me. Let's get straight into the draft. It's Logan versus Paper, the showdown you've all been waiting for. The Fantasy Gaming League draft of 2024. <laughs> Here we are then, the Fancy Gaming League draft for 2024. I'm joined by the two competitors who are going to be taking on this challenge for the overall championship. I've got the belt here on my shoulder, which is actually should be in possession of Logan, as he's now the reigning and defending Fancy Gaming League champion. Logan, I'll bring you in now. Still the curse exists. No one has managed to defend this crown. They win it, they lose it. That's the... That's what the schedule's always been. How are you going to pull this out of your ass and become the first person to be a double champion, essentially, back-to-back? 
It would be nice to come straight out of the bins where I've been languishing for so long to then not only win the Grand Prix, win the FGL and retain it three years, dush, mm. dush, dush, and then retire. That no, is no, the, no. the ultimate dream. There is no retirements in this game, unfortunately. <laughs> I've allowed retirements in the quiz, but anything else, absolutely not. But uh, we'll see how it goes. I'll just Paint. do a Destiny Dave and just literally just like, block yeah, everything. That's, and... that's the weak-minded, isn't it? We know about all that, so we <laughs> need to go, go through that again. Anyway, we've got paper here, the Grand Prix champion. In fact, the first person to win the Grand Prix twice. Probably, am... probably didn't expect to be sitting here at some points last year when Adkins was just getting banging in 80s and 90s and all that sort of shit, but he fucking he blew be. it. Let's well, be honest, he shouldn't be here. I'll let him decide whether he thinks he should be here. But... I... I, I I won't one day get my flowers. When when I retire, people will turn around and say, oh, I was the OG. I was the GOAT of the Dimp Grand Prix. I was the GOAT of all of these. But, you know, I will never get those flowers while I'm still active. So maybe I'll retire after this year once I've done the double-double. No double. one's retiring. It's forget about that. There's no retiring going on. It's not happening just yet. I'll retire when I'm ready. Then you can all be liquidated. That's the way it's going to happen. Anyway, we're here to do the draft. So essentially, these guys are going to pick, uh, overall, they're going to pick four games of their own and they're going to pick three team members to go on their team. And the games that have uh, been acquired during the Grand Prix draft, which has already been done, will appear in their squads. I'm going to put this belt down because it's not offering anything. I'll need to do the toying cost, which is, which is customary. Well, I thought I might as well show it off because I very rarely have possession of it for more than a day. It's normally just picked up and sent off. But um, we've got to do the coin toss. Now, the coin toss is the decider on who gets to pick the first game or the first team member picks. This is always a controversial decision to be made. Paper, as challenger... No, sorry, champ, Logan, you get to choose the coin type. We've got a 5p or a £1 coin. So that's yeah. your little decision. Then paper will choose heads or tails, and then the result of that will go to the next stage. But as a, as champion, what do you want to choose? You've got a pound coin, or you've got five p. Yeah. I always like a pound coin. Heavier makes it harder. Underrated as a coin. When this is an old one, it's got. Uh, when did this got, got to be recalled? Paper. It's got Lizzie's head on it still. Nah, this, they're allowed to stay in, in circulation until forever. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I've got to get rid of it then. Good. The OG coin will con will continue. So, paper, do you want heads or tails? Bearing in mind, if you win this, you get to decide uh, whether you want to choose the first game or the first team member pick, lose it, and that will be yielded to Logan to choose. I will have tails, never I fails. I do say tails, mm. never fails. I do often drop this. Dropped it, so that's going to have to be done again. <laughs> there we go, right. It is Heads. Tails has failed for the first time in about three years. Bloody hell. It's a disaster. So, Logan, you get to decide at this stage whether you want to choose the very first video game and secure whatever game you've got in your head for your list, or you can give that off the paper, allow him to choose the first game, and then when we get into the team member picks, you'll be choosing that. So Game. <laughs> Always game. He never hesitates on that one. He's chosen the game there, so you'll be going on the right or the left-hand side for this particular spreadsheet that I'm putting together. Let's not dally around then. Number one pick. This is the big one, because if you get this wrong, you'll be laughed at. So first game pick for you, Mr. Logan. Can I just say I've shivered this around multiple times, and I'm taking... I don't know if it's a gamble. It feels like a gamble for some reason, but mm. it shouldn't be. 
is The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. Interesting. Due out very soon, January 19th, mm. will be one of the first games scored. So the likelihood of a delay costing you and not getting you any points is um, is a low one. But uh, seems like a solid pick. Paper, is that anywhere on your list? I'm not going to well, ask what your first pick would have been necessarily because you might have it still, but was that, that, that there? Was my, that was my first pick. So oh, okay. Was, I, I would have gone game as well first. So I, I, I think it's a... It's a given 90 score, um, given The Last of Us 1, Last of Us 1 Remastered, and Last of Us 2 have all got 90s on Open Critic. Unless so. they stick out that PC version day one, and then it will fucking get crapped on. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they will, though. Are you not concerned just slightly, Logan, that The Last of Us, yes. I know the Last of Us Part 1 got roundly crapped on. Not, on. not always because of the PC version. Mm. That didn't help later on. But just because people are like, we don't want it, we never wanted it, why are you doing this? Mm. The difference here is they're not asking for 70 UK pounds. It's a tenner upgrade. So I think people will be a bit more docile about this ridiculous mindset they've got. Well, I checked but... yesterday, and that remaster, I think, got a 94. Mm. So well, the original, the original been... remaster did, yeah, you're, you're yeah. right. But the so... latest one... Sitting there in 82, um, that doesn't seem like yeah. draft one pick uh, quality to me. No, it's basically because I was like, well, we'll just do it. There's very little out there that feels there like... like so, and to be honest, there was another one, which is probably not second in papers list as well, ironically. Um, but I was like, this feels more like something that's going to... high as a, Again, high 80s, 90s ideal, if we can get it. But as you say, people might be sick of it and just go, why are they chucking this out? Yeah. But for a £10 upgrade, you feel like you're in safer hands. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I do think it'll, it'll fare better than that part one, unless they blow it. Maybe wanted to pay that money for it. Well, I certainly today. didn't. One of my favourite games mm. ever, and I went, well, no. <laughs> of course no we'll wait for you're that still to... good but you're yeah. not you're not getting the, the, the plus 90s for asking me for full full price no I will say this at the top this I mean I've had a look through and this is going to be a real trench war this year there really yeah. isn't the quantity and quality lurking of what last year had so no. I feel sorry for the pair of you I feel sorry for those Grand Prix scrubs because they've got a, a 60 odd games overall that's going to come into that and I, I genuinely just... mean it when I say you probably could have ordered any of my games. I said the top 10, but really when I look through it, when I look what I've got... It's top like three 20... and the rest of it. Yeah, really. Yeah, I, I mean, I just... I'd be surprised if me and James don't have a similar top three. I, I struggled with a top 20 list this year, like, and I usually get up to about 35, 40 when I send it over when I'm in the mm. Grand Prix. So those guys are going to really struggle. Yeah, it's not going to be good for them. Anyway, Paper, you get to have the, guess the, what's, what's steamed as the number two pick, but the number one for your particular team what are you going to go for so i'm hoping this is one that people have been sleeping on but i think it's going to score relatively well microsoft flight simulator 24 interesting Ooh. so that was Ooh. a 90 plus game um yeah. uh, a couple of years ago and they've done some really good upgrades you know you've got actual like farming and you know space and all this type of stuff on on there like with, with planes and all that type of stuff so i'm hoping that they've done enough to people go wow this is the next level of microsoft flight simulator yeah so yeah it feels like a 90 ish game that could be james's new well my equivalent of football manager stick it in there chuck it in guaranteed there. Well, there's, yeah. a, there's a couple of things with that one that they, it's not it's not got a release date yet but it's they slapped 2024 on it so they've kind of committed to that by crook and you're right paper looking at what the some of the improvements they can make one of my pet peeves of the original or microsoft flight simulator back in the day was that it was just a bit boring like it was fun to do to fly around for a little bit but there was no 
nothing to do. And they started to add DLC to that. But looking at the trailer they've given, there's like little careers that you can do. There's aviation. There's so there's a lot in there. I think that's actually a very shrewd pick. So, Logan, was that anywhere lurking on your list? No. Didn't even have it on there. So that's a good... <laughs> I've never looked at it. So... No. Stay away. But, it, you know, it is a good yearly... It is yearly, isn't not it? Yearly. It's as... I don't think it came out last year. No, so I think it's a couple of years old now. Yeah, it's sort of every, it seems like they're doing every free. Well, the fact mm. they slapped a year on it, might maybe they're going to change tax, but the last mm. one didn't come out for a, for a little while. So who knows what they'll do. It could be another football manager and an EA Sports FC banker for people, but it's a big mm. old game to be chucking out every year. Although with the yeah. Advent of Game Pass, maybe you don't need to because it will be lurking on there as it's published by Xbox. So, paper, we stick with you because now you're in. You're kind of in control of this next phase. We've got the last sure. part two remastered for Logan, and you've got Microsoft Flight Simulator. Now it's in the hands of the gods, really, because although you have a level of agency over this, you've got no idea what these guys are going to give you. So, I'll run through the draft order so you guys have it just one more time. Biff was number one. Adcock was number two. Salmon was number three. Adkins was number four. Hall number five. Parky number six and only one person missed the deadline it was Parky and it didn't matter because he was already sixth anyway so there was no places to be gained or lost for that failure there so that's your choice teams uh, games are taken from their Grand Prix teams which will reveal at the end of this program but who is going to be the number one pick because this is obviously pressure for yourself but you're also giving someone the accolade of being number one so they're going to be a bit cocky I think if you if you pick them so you're going to be giving them their flowers, which you never get. Yeah, I was like, I never get them, but one day... So this could I'll be work. personal. Someone who's wronged you might think, fuck them. <laughs> well, I think there's a go-to person at the moment. Mm. and But I don't think I'm going to pick them. And I think <laughs> Krog's going to have comedy. that person. The comedy brothers can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think he is the go-to person this year. I think last year oh. has really cost him. And, cool. you know, he, I know he got the MVP, but... You know, I think it's gone to his head. He's sitting now at number four on the list. There's some people in front of him. Yep. You know, he's probably not good enough anymore. He's probably old out. He, he's lost his chance. And so I'm going to go for Adcock, the better of Tom. Adcock. So number two, he was in the draft order. Adcock is going to secure you a little known title called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Due out, that is annoying. Due out earlier this year. Uh, February 29th, so unlikely to be delayed. I think the original got an 88, the original remake part of this this trilogy they're doing. But yeah, Agcox landed you that. So initial thoughts to that paper, because I, I assume that was on your list somewhere, but I can never make these assumptions because who knows. Yeah, it's in the top 10. And I I think with Adcock, what, he's been around for a few years now. I think I've learned to trust in, in his picks. And actually, he's, he picks very similar to Adkins. And my my assumption is if he may have had a similar game to Adkins, it would be interesting to find out. And he might have stolen that away from him. So uh, that's why I think he's quite good. And, you know, I'm quite happy with that. That's in my top 10, you know, in my list. So it makes my list now. So it's great. Yeah, I mean, the, that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth was a pretty popular pick, so a lot of people have been stung by Cock being earlier on in the draft, but he's landed that for you. Logan, you said annoying when that, that, that filtered mm. out, so seems like that may be one that you had on your list anyway in the top or, or the upper echelon. Number two, yeah. I thought it could do better, <clears throat> to be honest. I think because it's a quiet year, I think that could be one of the 90 pluses potentially. Um, 
Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, I think, as you say, everyone was going to have that pretty high up, I would have thought. It's a big one. But it could, they could blow it. I mean, I saw the gameplay they showed, about half an hour of it, and it's mm. fucking ridiculously big. And I thought, well, how are you mm. going to tie this together? But we'll see. It's got that Final they Fantasy They usually seven. do, though. Yeah, they do, they've yeah. Got that, they've got that that pedigree. So, you know, everyone's high off of the last one as well. So, look, I, I don't know. Maybe people are sick of it and they'll go, don't want this. But no, they're not. Find it hard to believe. They're not. They're yeah. all over this now because the first one mm. wasn't shit. They're like, oh, mm. this might be something good. Well, that's Adcock off the table for you, so you won't be having him. Who's going to be your main man then? Mm. It's a good question because Biff hasn't failed me. He did me well last year, I think, if I remember mm. rightly. Um, and I'm kind of tempted by pick number one, but... I'm going to take Adkins. Um, Biff will be feeling in. that to be. I know he will be. To be I'll take by the full fucking draft order. He won't. He won't get over that. He finishes first for the first or second, really, but gets number one mm. in the draft order, and in yeah. the first round isn't even considered by either of you. Look, I absolutely would have taken Biff over. I mean, to be fair, they probably had the same game, so does it really matter? But um, <laughs> I, I think Adkins. Got cocky last year. Yeah, he should have transferred out that game and chucked something else in. But he had an unbelievably high-scoring year. Like everything he picked was, other than that last thing, pretty much got him um, plus that sort of eighty-two, eighty-three mark. So I think he could do it again. So get him in. Okay, so Atkins has secured you like a dragon, infinite wealth. Yeah, which in old school terms would have been Yakuza. Eight, I think they've changed mm-hmm. it now to look like a dragon. This is the turn based version of that carrying mm-hmm. on Ichiban's adventure, which started with like a dragon Yakuza 7. Um, thoughts on that? I mean, it's it's on my list of to get through these Yakuza games, but now I've got eight of them, so I'm going to be decades away from that. But for you personally, yeah. did you see this lurking on any lists? Yeah, this is in the top top percentile on my list as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that's a pretty solid pick. Very nice. Paper reaction. Adkins off the table and so is like a dragon. Infinite I, wealth. I think I picked well, is all I'm going to say in that first <laughs> round of picking people. Like, it's in the bottom. I've picked 30 games on my list and it's in between 20 and 30 of mine. So, um, I, I didn't... I, it, it looks like one of those ones that could just be like a bit meh. Like, and I think, you know, with this, especially in the top picks, you need more than meh. Well, he's not, he's not happy with that. me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I'll try and look up what the last one got as we as we chat, but um, I don't think it was terribly. I think it was like maybe low eighties. The last one where I was looking, I don't know, I could be wrong on that, but um, yeah. it just didn't stand out. Like it was on loads of those top ten lists, and it was like you know, I was looking for it. And I was like, it's going to be lazy. People are going to put this on their top ten list, but it's uh, it, it just didn't look like it was one of those ones that's maybe more triple A than you know, scoring higher. And sometimes you need to go for, play the game and go for the scoring higher, not the triple A. Cool. 86. Wow. It's taking out of his arse then, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, I don't know where he's got this from. Because they usually score. I've said before on this, you need 85 average, realistically. So if you get games that are in, hovering around that mark, then it'll, it'll do the job. Mm. Um, it's a, it, it looks like to me it's a, it's a mid-80s game. Um, but I, I think sometimes in the year when there's not a lot else going on, people bump it up a bit. So we'll have to yeah. see. Who knows? Well, you, you've got the record now, Logan, of the of this championship, 859. 
which yeah. is obviously just over an average of 85, in fact, those 10 yeah. games. And you had a five pound, pen, five pound. Good. I wish I, wish I charged people five. five pound for a fucking <laughs> transfer. I'd be rich, especially with all fried away money, left, right and centre. But um, do you think it's possible to breach that 859 this year? No, 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 it's going to be a really tricky year to get a team of averaging 85, I think. It'll probably be, I think it's going to be like an 820 is the target or something like that. Oh. I'd say maybe even shorter than that. More transfers is my prediction, but what the hell do I know? Anyway, Paper, we come back to you. Who are you going to bless with your second pick? It's getting, this is where it gets a little bit more interesting because there's less cards on the table for you to be meddling with yeah exactly um so i think i'm gonna give krog the person he wanted and i'm gonna go for salmon man so i feel like he as this is now his third year coming in yep uh, and i think you know the first year is a real disaster for him last year was really <laughs> like, well, it was the first year was a disaster for him he didn't know the rules he didn't understand it second yeah. year he, he last year he seemed to really up his game and he started to get into it and he's, he's more on it i think this year is going to be potentially his year he also uh was um was third i think in the the draft pick so yep. he should have a reasonable game um so for me i think you know there's probably a bit more of a head on him than biff uh and so that's why... just gonna be <laughs> devastated by this entire process that he can't do anymore can he and he's he's still being hung out to dry i wonder whether both of you will just play into the fact and just pick him last now just to really get it's up his really goat tempting. Yeah. it's so tempting so <laughs> sabotage the whole thing just to get a bit <laughs> anyway, paper. Salmon has given you Tekken 8, which I think is a pretty strong pick. Coming early on this year, in fact, it'll be January 26th, so that'll be scored and out. Um, given that Mortal Kombat 1 and Street Fighter 6 came out in 2023, both school, Street Fighter 6 scored astoundingly well. I think it was a 92. Mortal Kombat 1 was in the mid to mid to low 80s but uh Tekken 8 probably on course to do very well as well I think there's a bit of a not a resurgence of fighting games but when these big three come around they seem to get a lot of fanfare and uh, the results so far have been positive for the other two so thoughts on what Salmon's giving you there on Tekken 8 yeah that what I wanted so in my top 10 again um yeah. it's this so I want those top 10 games uh on my list so uh, I think it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a good pick, as you said. It's a good year for uh, fighting games are doing well. The only the only worry sometimes with fighting games or when there's lots of things coming out at once, they will get compared to the best better yeah. one, and that can sometimes cost them. Um, hopefully, it won't. Um, and it's yeah, a nice sort of mid eighties sort of pick. Yeah, I think the good thing about Tekken Eight now is it's quite far removed from Street Fighter Six, and that was the one that kind of dominated last year in terms of the scores. So I think there's enough time people who like Tekken are going to go back and those that are a bit more casual will be like, oh, time to try something new and Tekken 8 might be what they've got waiting for them. Logan, you've lost the choice of Salmon. You've also lost Tekken 8 being your team. Thoughts on that bitter blow potentially? Yeah, I'm kind of fine with it. I mean, I did look at Tekken 8 and I was actually surprised at how low or comparatively low Tekken 7 scored. It was an 82. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't know whether that was because it was released. I think there was a year when they all come out together or something like that, but it didn't do too well, which surprised me. So mm. I was put off a little bit by by Tekken 8, but it feels like minimum low 80s, and you, it might, as you say, go up a little bit further, but not too devastated by that game, to be honest. I'm all about salmon being taken off the table. 
Well, because you try and wind him up in that group, so I don't know if that that's probably done you a favour <laughs> not having to deal with that in the. I don't know. Group. I don't know if I try and wind him up necessarily, but um, look, he's got he's probably the best in terms of like PC gaming knowledge mm. and tapping into that kind of uh, <clears throat> side of things. So yeah, I think what paper says is fair. I think he it took him a little while to get to grips with it. It felt like he had a stronger year last year and picked some games that that did relatively well that I had no idea about. So that could be a, a bit of a boon for paper. Absolutely. Well, stick with you, Logan. Who are you mm. going to pick as your second man on the team? Yeah, we'll have we'll have Biff. As much as I want to take him in the stray, <clears throat> I'll take him in. Put him under my wing. Poor old Biff. He's never going to live this down. I don't think. <laughs> Let's have a look. So, Biff, you actually cost Biff because only first on his list was the Last of Us Part Two remastered. Yeah. So by picking that, you've stung him down to, to lower games. But mm. at this initial stage, Biff has given you Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown. Oh, this is what I feared he might do. <laughs> Why is he doing that? It's due out early. It's, it's, not, it's only oh. a few weeks away. Oh, there's not even a chance to get rid of it. No, there's um, not. That is the bad thing if you don't want the game, is it? If that happens. I don't. I, I mean, look, where did I put this? 21st. Yeah. Uh, 15th of January, so absolutely no chance. Even if a delay comes, it's unlikely. We'll have to see. I mean, uh, look, I, this this is the one that's been chuffed out and chucked back a load of times, I think, isn't it? So, Well, this is the 2D version. That remake's dead and buried almost. It might come oh, back. But this is the, the new one they showed last year. And then people said, we well, don't want that. It's one of those ones. And what are you doing? Mm. We want the remake. And they're like, well, we've got this. And they went, no. I think it had a better showing later on in the year. I feel like... You may be surprised at this one, but mm. I don't yeah, think it's going to be. The, I don't think it'll be a disaster, but you, you, it's Ubisoft, so you don't really know what they're going to pull out of their ass, really. If I get an eight out of this, I'll be happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'll be with this. It's not. Yeah, I'll be. This is why I was like, I don't. I, I know that he's bang on Prince of Persia. Yeah, and I feared that he'd put this one higher up his list. There was this and. Um, like things like Star Wars, where I was like, he's just going to chuff them all the way up because he wants to play them, um, <laughs> and that's the way it's the way it's happened. So, oh, I've handed the reins over to Paper already. Unbelievable! I've it's stuck not- behind Biff, and he's done that to me. I don't yeah. believe it. He can't Who knows? Be- Look, yes. if he gets me a good score, you know, low eighties, then then I'll sort of tip my hat to him a bit. But it doesn't look like it's a, any by any means a banker to me. Paper response to Prince of Persia being taken off the table for you. You won't be getting that, but was it? Was it? It was. It's twenty sixth on my list out of thirty games. That gives yeah. you an idea of where I put it. I, is I, mm. you know, and Biff, you know, what they say is a broken clock is right twice a day, and that, that twice a day was last season for him. And like, this is this is common <laughs> practice for him. Just pick the the big games at the early start of the year, and you know, every now and then it'll get it right. But he's just, you know. He's just proven again that, you know, that is his tactic. And uh, he's, he's always, to be fair to him, he's always around, in and around it. Like, yeah, he's you, always in and around it. But... but if you look at the, yeah, he's around it based on overall games and everyone else chuffing. <laughs> he's not around it because he's had amazing picks at the top two games, is he? He needs a better second pick. <laughs> he needs he needs a better second game for me. He does get a second game for me, doesn't he? I get two games. He he can serve you up any manner of shit at this stage. But uh, (laughs) we are unfortunately in the doldrums a little bit now. There's one 
maybe two, maybe three games, I think, that I've probably got where I'm like there. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting because I remember last year, Final Fantasy 16 didn't get picked up until we got to the your personal yeah. picks at the end. And I was like, yeah. how's that got through the fucking... Yeah, I did that filter through. How's that slip past Andre again? He's letting things just fly past him <laughs> crosses. You have to ask what's going on there, but there we go. Paper, you actually get to do some very powerful things. Being the first team member pick, you get to choose who's going to be the first pick, which is the, the ultimate glory for Agcock. He'll be happy with that. But you also get to condemn someone to being last pick. And that's what you're left with here because whoever you choose will be saved of that embarrassment. The person you hang out in the cold will forever be known as the person who was picked last in the 2024 Fantasy Gaming League draft. So this is it. You're wielding a lot of power here and there could be a lot of personal relationships at stake. I've just had a real feeling of deja vu by the way right um, and i'm going to repeat that deja vu but before we get there just to note that in the t- way people have been put picked that's the order of i had people in uh, in my life so these are the bottom two people in my list right uh picks so just to throw extra uh fuel on the fire um, <laughs> <That's on him. laughs> but i remember when the season that parky won the grand prix he came up i'm pretty sure he was last pick that year mm. um because I remember condemning that fate mainly because we didn't really know what it was like and stuff like that. And anyway, he won it and he came up and then he beat me. So <laughs> I'm going to repeat history and give Parky that final spot again and pick Hall. Oh, I'd already put fucking Parky in your team. <laughs> so Hall has been so. I mean, Hall's going to be happy with that. You've just given that egotistical bastard a reprieve there. You could have really sunk him by kicking him last, but you've chosen not he to. He needed it. He needed a kick from last year. He needs a few more kicks, I think. He did need a kick from last year. But anyway, Hall's in the team. Hall is going to give you Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door Remake. So I think that'll do okay. Um, paper for paper, eh? Um yeah, thoughts I, I, on that? I, I, you don't sound overly I, excited by that prospect. It's sort of lower mid-table for me. Um, yeah. I, I think, <laughs> like, if you look at the last Mario, I don't think he even scored... It might have scored high 70s or really low 80s. I can't remember. I remember looking at the last paper Mario because I thought, oh, this is this is a good pick, Mario, da 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 But this is, uh, the last one didn't do too And this well. is a remaster. And so, well, yeah, but that might be quite good. But it's... Uh, it needs it. That's, that's, yeah, the sa- yeah. that's the saving grace, I think. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the original, which came out in 2004, scored an 87 on, on Metacritic. We have to go back to Metacritic to get it. Yeah, so yeah. it's whether that still stands up today. And we had the Super Mario RPG, which had a similar kind of been like mm. decades since it had been released. It didn't do too terribly, but didn't get the... I mean, Hall was telling me it was going to get a 92 at one point and save Parky's FGL Championship and it never come to fruition. But it could go either way. I think it's the, the bones are there. It's whether... Today, when someone picks it up in 2023, goes, well, that feels like dog shit or plays like dog shit or it's one of those older ones. It's not going to get much treatment other than the, the graphical uptick. But Yeah, I think if in my mind, if it can get well, 80 to mid 80, I think it's all right. I think that's sort of where I see it in my head. I, it has the ability to drop into the 70s, which is the bit that worries me a little bit um, mm. on it. There are probably better Nintendo games coming out this year that haven't been picked up yet that I will think will score higher than that 
um, that are like Nintendo only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo are normally a safe pair of hands. That's what I will. Super Mario Odyssey got an 84. So I think if you yeah. were to trade that in, that wouldn't be too terrible. That'd be pretty good, actually. So, you know, I, I would compare it closer to that if I was looking at it. But we will see. Logan, you've lost Hall, your brother in arms. You've also lost Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door. Talk to me. Yeah, to be honest, I was kind of comfortable with any outcome. I figured Hall would go heavier on on Nintendo. And I have to be honest, it looks like a quiet year, at least at the moment from Nintendo. There's nothing um, sort of barnstorming that it looks like they're delivering. I mean, I'm not tapped into it, but I can well, see There'll be that new Switch like... probably. So you'd think that with that, <laughs> they'll come something to transfer in but they've they've kept their cards close to their chest yeah this is what i mean there's not a lot out there where they're sort of advertising it so you wonder whether it's a, is this a quiet year or whether that that console will drop but uh i was kind of okay i think you know parky usually is relatively solid um mm. i just hope that to be honest he hasn't stuck destiny 2 the final shape up there um that's my <laughs> one concern I have to be honest. So I look forward to imminently now getting Parky and Destiny 2 the final shape. <laughs> well, let's move on to Parky. He's now yeah. the last pick, the poor bloke. Nicest bloke in the world. And you two have really just taken a big old shite on him, which is not going to be forgotten. I'm happy to have him. It's right. a welcome place, this team. He has secured you Hades 2. Now, okay. the only thing I'll say about this is that it ain't out yet. And it's supposed to go into early access before it comes out. So it could be one of those situations where it does get a score. At some point, we've got a Q2 2024 launch window announced for it. But it's going to go to early access first. And last, the, the original was in early access for over a year. So it might be one of those ones that come Q4, it might have to be got rid of. But should it come out? I think you're into a 90s there. So thoughts on that? I mean, it might be transfer fodder, unfortunately, but... You'll have to just play that mm. one by ear, I think. I did look at that, mm. and I decided not to take a risk with it and put it on my list at all. So, yeah, he's not that. Well, I, I used to be risk it for a biscuit, but the longer yeah. I've done this, the more I've realised you're better off being less speculative and playing mm. for the mid eighty crowd. So, look, I'll chat to Parky and see what. See what his thoughts were, get the inside track and see where it goes throughout the year. But yeah, not, I mean, look, it's not Destiny 2, the final shape. So no, I'll take it. But it could be later on. Anyway, yeah, paper, good. no Hades 2 for you. Was that anywhere on your list or is it's not even? Not not even considered. Um, I don't think I even came across it, to be honest, when I was doing my one hour worth of research to put this list together. So. <laughs> it's uh, um, of all three websites I looked at. So it's, uh, yeah. You know, I. It sounds like the one you said. If it comes out, it'd be great. It could come out and score early access, and then you might be, you might just get a score. Who knows? But yeah, but then they'll drop a fucking full release, and it'll go down and get re, it'll get scrubbed out. So this is the tricky thing with it. It's Original like, Hades got a ninety-four. Yeah, but that was after full retail. And just keep in mind that Baldur's Gate Three, when it dropped in early access, ended up on a seventy-four. Yeah. So if you end up with that level of score. It could be one of those ones where you get once the early access scores, score this year. Yeah. yeah, go on. No, sorry. Right, so once it scores in early access, yep. am I... Stuck. You got it. Got to keep it. That's yours. Hold on. 
referee required, James. Yeah. So I can't transfer it out if it gets because mm, no. Unless they the scrub the scores, I mean they did nuke Baldersgate yeah. free, but that was the score had been there for two years. Yeah, I mean you could end up with Hades being in two teams essentially in 2024 and 2025. You get the early access mm. score of 71. Paper gets it next year with a 96 and goes, well, I've taken the title at 1.0. So you've just got to be careful about that. I will do indeed. Anyway, we revert back to Mr. Paper because uh, we've got our second round of games that have come through. We go back to Adcock. So this was the number one pick. Adcock wants to secure you, it seems, these games early and have his job done with and put feet up. So he's decided to give you Persona 3 Reload, which is the remake of Persona 3. Um, something I'm very much looking forward to personally and the Persona games generally the mainline ones score well I will say this one I feel like I've got the most work to do to get it up to snuff so it all depends on whether they've pulled it out of their arse but initial thoughts on Persona 3 Reload landing in your team and it'll be out what is it, February the 2nd, I think. Yeah, February the 2nd. So you're stuck with it for all intents and purposes. Yeah, um, so top 10, again, yeah. on my list. I think Persona games, You gen generally, as you said, mainline scores really well, though some of the, the guff they put on the side of it can score quite yeah. low. Um, that's always sometimes the worry with Persona, that you know sometimes it's you're either going to score really well or you're going to score get a bit of a stinker. So, uh, But yeah, Persona 3 Reload, as you said, mainline, I'm... I think it will do okay. Um, has one of those ones if they if they polish it up well, you know, could be high eighties, maybe even tipping into the nineties. If they if they snuff it off a little bit less and people thought they could have done more, yeah. it could be seventies. And so that that's sort of like it's a bit of a risky one, uh, but I think it was it's, it's one that's worth taking because you, you'd expect it to be in and around the eighties somewhere. Yeah, I mean, generally the people that review these are persona fans so i think it comes back to what you said during that little monologue that if they feel like they've done enough and got it up to snuff it'll do well but if they feel like they've shortchanged it slightly it might get criticized but the, the originals have scored like in the 80s and 89s on metacritic which is the old school measuring stick so not a terrible uh, output logan persona free reload lurking anywhere on lists or would you like to have it in your team yeah i had it quite high i think um I think it's going to be a, a, a good. I think it will be a good score. So I mm. think that's a good pick for James. So paper, Edcock gave you Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and Persona Three Reload. Gone full Japanese. Your first mm. pick. How are you happy with your stallion producing those two games? All I ask, well, I say I don't ask, but all I want is people to pick games that are in my sort of top ten or there or thereabouts. And so he's done that. I can't ask for any more. Um, I think they're both reasonably mid to high 80 scoring games if they if they produce the worth so yeah and then his nose up at it kim he's like well they'll do they'll do for me (laughs) (laughs) anyway logan back to you adkins yeah you've got now you've been critical of this particular company saying they can't produce the goods when I was excited last year about yeah, Starfield, I know which game this is already. I you, know went, it's you went those Xbox. You went Phil can't produce games. Yeah. He said, "Well, you'll be hanging your hat on this one because Senua's Saga, Senua's Saga, sorry, Hellblade Two, coming yeah. to a team near you." Yeah. Um, thoughts on that because you have been critical of anything Xbox put out, and I've been trying to be positive with them, but they have stuttered a fair bit. But Hellblade mm. Two 
Could it finally be the one? Well, it it was pretty high up in my list. Um, mm. It's just always the concern, right? You go, well, the best they've chuffed out is high 80s. So, but in this year, and yep. when you're doing this game, that's what you want. Consistent high yep. 80s. Um, so, yeah, I'm reasonably happy with that. Yep. The original got on 84, so no disgrace. Yep. This looks like it's going to be expanded. And look, this is mm -hmm. to be honest, it's going to get a boon because it's got that mental health stuff in it. That'll give it a couple of extra points it probably didn't deserve. So that Get the lefts on board. They'll they'll love it. They'll lap this up. And, yeah. you know, it's all, it's all it all comes to me down to whether it's going to actually arrive this year. They said 2024. Yeah. No window given, but Xbox have uh, promised this. Hardly been strict, have they? Well, That's the problem. Well, it out to it. A game every quarter, he said. So let's put that to the test. This should be one of them. Paper, no, no Hellblade 2 for you. Was that anywhere on a list? That could not, have been not even, not, not even on my list, so I'm, I'm happy to let that. I'm always go. curious to see this paper list because <laughs> everything that's good that I can see so far has been in my top ten, and you've gone no bottom half, not even in my top ten. The, what the, the fuck have you got then that's better than these? Well, I'm last to pick, aren't I? So I can tell you. What I'll be curious. Yeah, yeah. there's one that I know you're going to pick that you're hanging your hat on, and it's a little indie one. I know oh. you'll be right up its chuff. <laughs> well, is it indie because it looks indie? Then you think, oh, that's an indie. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll see. All be revealed. We go back to Salmon on Paper's team. Now, we talk about risking it for a biscuit. This might be one of the all-timers. <laughs> You've got Black Myth Wukong, which has looked astounding in trailers. However, when you look at the game developer, Game Science, and you go, what have they ever made? And the shoulders get shrugged. They haven't made nothing. This has been one of the first big games coming out of China. So there's a fair bit of pressure on it. It's looked very good. It's a Souls-like game based on what I can see and what others have interpreted. But I feel like these ones can always go either way. Anyway, you've got Black Myth Wukong. Was it on a list near you, Paper? The first time I feel like someone's let me down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love James's uh, annoyed smirk. Oh, um, so much. I, well, it's not on my um, on my top thirty. Well. Um, so uh, I'll get, I'll have to go away and have a look at it because I actually know nothing really about it. Though the way, the way you're describing it, it's it's got the day before written all over it. Um, <laughs> So, um, but with these things, as long as you're not stupid, you got time to transfer. And it's the good comes thing about... out on January the 28th. <laughs> the good thing is, though, I'm expecting there to be some decent bombs dropped during the middle of the year when they do some of the cons and stuff like that. So already um... planning a transfer of it. <laughs> yeah, so we've, got, we've got opportunity, and there's yeah. lots of things in my top ten that still haven't been picked. So yeah. it's, uh... <laughs> I will I will say the odd thing about this is that they they announced the release date of it for August the 20th, 20. 24 at the game awards i'm like why is it so far out that feels way too in advance so i'll be very surprised it hits six that. months isn't it yeah but i mean you're gonna get you're gonna get time to get rid of that if you want to there's a couple of transfer windows but logan was black myth wukong lurking anywhere have you seen it on your travels i mean i saw it on my travels but i'm kind of like i like there to be some history behind the developer yeah and i looked at it and i went nah not and I thought me. everyone's getting well. They're tricky these Souls-like games because I feel like you know you had Lies of P, which was Souls-like, eighty-one-ish. Yeah, done all right. Yeah, and it, uh, I think people, unless it's like one of these sort of like proper like hardcore 
like Souls games, I think people are just a bit like, ah, copycat and just... I, was, I mean, look, they say crap on it. It's still got an 8 out of 10 average, which is no disgrace. But I, uh, I sometimes feel like they struggle to pick up the the, the, the topper... The topper, the top half of that sort of eighties, sort of early nineties. So yeah. you really want you want the real McCoy, don't you, from software? Yeah, if you can I think get this it. is the trouble. Yeah, I think people like the real McCoy of it, and then other than that, they go mm. take it or leave bit. it. Well, let's mm. stay with you, Logan. We go to Biff, and I think he needs to redeem himself here. Well, I'll be interested. I won't, I won't comment. I'll just I'll just mention the game. He's going to give you Rise of the Ronin or the Ronin, I should uh, say. Ah, yes. Now. This is a PlayStation published game, so they're yes. slapping names on it, which can give it a uh, an advantage. Koei Tecmo mm. developers, I would closely compare this if I had to to Neo and Neo Two, which was a similar kind of setup where Sony didn't develop them with their in house; they outsourced it but published it. And both of those games were like mid to high eighties back mm. in the day. And this is a new, new, a new uh, IP, if you will. But um, I think it's going to be on that Souls-like sort of having a go at it again, but using like Ninja and Ronin in this case. So talk to yeah. me. Japan 1863 is the setting, so it could have an advantage there. People love a Japanese setting these days, but talk to me. So this was a late entry on my list, a little bit kind of lower down. And mm. it's just because I didn't really... No, it, it it had that word in it, Souls-like, I think, when I looked at it, and I was a bit like, oh, don't know, don't trust it. But it is Sony published, so it gives me a little bit more confidence. But we'll have to wait and see. I hope it's good. As you say, it's probably a sort of lower 80s game, hopefully. But, yeah, I don't really know too much about it. It was one that I sort of chucked in late doors. Um, wow. I don't really know what to say. I'm okay with it um, after... See where we go. I don't think I even get to transfer it. So no, soon. it's early, isn't it? This year, it's um, it's due out. Where is it here? March? Oh no, March twenty second. So that'll be the first transfer window. Mm. See all those previews. See all those see. previews are heating yeah. up. If they've got any. Mm. Oh, they can't be trusted. Paper was Rise of the Ronin anywhere where you were looking for games, or is there another one that's just fallen off the cliff face and not been considered? No, it's sitting mid table. Um, it was one of those ones that looked interesting, as you said, PlayStation exclusive, um, mm. which always gets bumps. It's get, it's PlayStation exclusive seems to get that bump a bit, like Nintendo. Um, but because it was new IP, and I hadn't looked too much into it, I just sort of kept it. It didn't put it too high. But as I said, it's it could be one of those. It's a reasonable pick. Um, uh, it could be one of those ones that's sort of a bit meh as well. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. Here's, so I've just gone on the PlayStation Store page, and here's some. It says more games like Rise of the Ronin. It's got Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, so that's a from software game, highly scored. Ghosts of Tsushima, which was another PlayStation published game. Neo 2, and then what I'd call concerning, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has been chucked in there as a comparison, but everything else mm. I think is pretty much on track to to do well, the setting and whatnot. But it's all about execution and Team Ninja. We'll see. We'll see if they can... I think the last game they got was... Um, what was it called? I can't remember what it's called now. It was that other game that went on Game Pass for a little while. Wu Long, I think it was called. But um, that done... Fallen okay. Dynasties. Yeah, that's it. And it was, uh, mm. it was what it was. But yeah, you kind of got Rise of the Ron in there. I say versus Black Myth Wukong in a way. I think they're both going to be a Souls-like adventure. One from the, from a Chinese developer and one from a Japanese developer with different settings. But that could be the face-off. 
Anyway, a lot of China going on. Well, there is. They're, gonna, they've, they're promising big things, but this, they've got to deliver, mm. haven't they? Let's get in yeah. there. Where are we now? We've Logan or Paper. I've completely lost. We're on to me and Hall, I think. Yes, we are. Paper, Hall. You wanted the real McCoy, didn't you? That's what you were thinking of getting him. He's going to give me Destiny, isn't he? No, he's, he's not going to give you Destiny, no. <laughs> but he's going to give you Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree, which is the DLC scheduled to come out in spring of 2024. So we've got some wannabes on the lists, up and down these lists, but you've got From Software delivering their next substantial bit of DLC. And it's going to be about two years after the original game came out, so I can only imagine it's not going to be small. This will be a big, big boy. So Elden Ring, one of the highest rated games of the past five years. You've got the DLC follow-up. Talk to me. Yeah. Do you know what? This one as pure as is, is, is brushed me by and I didn't even realise it was coming out. Um, maybe because I'm not an Elden Ring player, but it's uh, it, I didn't really see it when I was looking through everything. I think this, so far, could be the best player pick, you know, out of all the player picks we've had. I, I, I honestly think Elden Ring is, was such a good game, well received. I think people are, are grasping for a reasonable expansion to it, yeah, yeah. DLC, and so as long as they do well and they, and it sounds like they haven't rushed it, um, I think once again this could be one of those those nineties um, if it gets an open critic page and scores. You know, it's one of those. So I'm, I think you know from Hall, it, I'm glad I put my faith in him over parking. <laughs> Crapped on him. Yeah, I mean generally they've they, they've done really great DLC. So usually mid to high eighties, if not, and this is based on a base game that got a 96 or a 95 so it's got it's got a chance there to do really well especially that late on in the draft pick and late on in the order this could be a, a real boon logan <laughs> don't look too pleased that that's been taken off the table but no real mccoy for you this year shadow of the earth tree goes to paper and hall may well have pulled a rabbit out of his ass yeah it's not something that i was aware of so yeah it seems, sounds like a, a can he complain anger. Can he complain? Parky now. This is the final team member pick for you, Logan. Metaphor, Refantasio. So this is the Uh, these are the guys that made Persona. Yes. That's what I will say. It's a it's a crafty one. Mm. Um but yeah. Talk to me about that. I mean, it's we've got Persona 3 Reload coming earlier in the year, which is obviously a remake of that that original game. This is a brand new IP from the team that have been mm. doing Persona for decades now. Mm. Happy? Yeah, I think it's a slightly more sci-fi take on yeah. that kind of like battle, uh, ta- what do you call it, turn-based, and there's a little bit of um, like live-action battle as well. I think... It could be a high-scoring game. I don't really know enough about these games to say whether it looks like it's going to be one of those sort of new Persona, high 80s, low 90s games. But Mm. again, when we talk about developers having a bit of pedigree, they've got it. So, yeah, hopefully it's uh, something good. The Persona crowd are very excited about this because it's a new take on it. As much as, yeah. as much as they love the Persona sort of high school or secondary school take on it, this is a, mm. like you said, like a sci-fi fantasy setting mm. which they have not broached before. So it'd be interesting to see how they tile those elements together. Paper was a was metaphor re Fantasio lurking on the list near you. No, it wasn't even on my list. You know, it shows you how many games I've, I've missed out. Told you this list has to be queried. <laughs> 
It really does need to be queried based on what I've heard so far. I mean, there is no there is no solid release date or release window. That's, I mean, no, sometimes some of these games you no. think, oh, is it going to arrive or not? I mean, I I definitely, by the way, tried to pick things that I knew were on that top of my thirty list that were definitely coming out. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. This that's was lower down because of that reason. Like, yeah. I think it could be a good game, but I always hate it when they say TBC or late 2024 um yeah. i'd rather have things that are pretty similar to what happened last year where i had a load of games that actually come out and then there was just a couple of stragglers like homeworld 3 which was quite high up on james's list do i have to say and it probably is again this year um so uh yeah it you know we'll have to wait and see well that's that so it's a quick recap. Paper, you've got Microsoft Flight Simulator 24, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Tekken 8, Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door Remake, Persona 3 Reload, Black Myth Wukong, Elden Ring, Shadow of the Erd Tree. And then, Logan, you've got The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, Hades 2, Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2, Rise of the Ronin, and Metaphor Re-Fantasio. Um, we'll move straight into the the personal picks. This is it. This is where you can make or break it. As we looked last year at the data, this is where Parky collapsed, basically. His team picks done in the job, and it's the personal picks that let him down and conceded that title to Logan. So we're back to you. You're sort of in control here, Logan. We go back to your efforts. This is the big pressure now. No one to blame but yourself mm. for what comes out of your mouth here. So talk to me. What have we got for number eight in your draft roster? Kind of like looking at my list at the moment, like already debating what I want to pick because I find I want to steal something off James just to <laughs> upset his apple cart a little bit because he's still got, by the sounds of it, a number of games. So I'm like trying to second guess what he's got in his list. But BTA uh, <laughs> you can have it, mate. <laughs> you can have it by all means. Uh, I am gonna pick my old faithful that has. Arguably never let me down. It is Football Manager 2025. Gone in early on that. Well, James put it in his list last year and I thought he might try and steal it off me. He might try um, and steal That would be a personal vendetta if he did take that. So mm. Football Manager 2025, you know, it always seems to arrive on time. So no concerns there on Netflix now as well. Maybe that'll cost them. But um, Paper, was that, was that something that you were going to try and steal? because it's a light year these sort of games come in handy i i had it at sixth on my list mm. um i would have if it probably got down to the final game and krog hadn't picked it i would have probably just picked it then because i once again we know it's a this is the thing though it, it goes against krog's uh philosophy of 85 because it's usually low to mid 80s rather than uh, so it's, it's, uh, so maybe you know I've got into Cox's head already by picking that early. He's picked a game that's in the low eighties. So eighty four last year, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's had an eighty two the last year before that, I think, or something like that. So you know, it's 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 not trustworthy. Below par, he's saying. <laughs> but like, well, that's what I'm saying. Krog's philosophy <laughs> has to be eighty five or above. That's Average. Never, it's never never there. <laughs> you need you need some filler in there you know, to make sure. He blown it early doors. Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> go on then Pave what's going to be your 8th game uh, so my 8th game and I've got quite a few to choose from and that means I'm second guessing which you know I've got them in order uh, I'm probably not going to go in straight in order I'm going to pick this one uh, Princess Peach Showtime mm. Tell, talk to me about that I mean it's due out yeah. <laughs> earlier this year I've seen it on various lists March 22nd is when it's likely to arrive but yeah. 
talk me through the thinking of that one. Is it just this Nintendo bump you're looking for? Uh, and that the Princess Peach is finally getting her own game. I think you know, that'll I think go down well with a certain crowd. I think it's a little bit that, but if you actually look at the gameplay, it's a bit more platformy. Mm. It's like all based on like stages, and they've got different levels. She can transform into different sort of like characters. So do like detective or sword spin or stuff mm. like cooking. So it's lots of like it feels like lots of little mini games within an adventure, and that's right up the sort of Nintendo Mario sort of street. And so it sort of felt like. Uh, I can't remember what the old game was like blocks or something, something like that. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's uh, <laughs> it just feels like one of those ones I think could be a reasonable Nintendo. I don't think it's going to be a nineties Nintendo, but a good mid eighties Nintendo scoring game, just because it feels quite different from anything else that they've done at the moment in the style that they do quite well, which is like party type games, but with an adventure. Yep. Logan, Princess Peach Showtime, was that lurking on the list near you or did your just misogynistic outlook fall? I'm not putting a game in there of a lead female, regardless of whether it'll score well. No, it was mid, mid of, middle of my list. It was, oh. uh, it, you know, I think I was having a little look through Nintendo's list and I was like, this is one of a few games really that look like they're appealing. I don't feel like there's a guarantee. There's no Zelda, there's no big Mario release, there's no... Um, that we you know, know of. That we know of. This is the point, though. Yep. So I'm a bit concerned about what Nintendo are chucking out at the moment because I feel like, <laughs> you know, when you look at it and you go, they're holding back. Like, mm. It feels like they're holding back. They're, they're they're dribbling out games, but they don't look like they're um, they're top games, is what I would mm. say. And this feels like one of those that I think it feels like <clears throat> it's an 80s somewhere, but it didn't feel like one of the one of the better ones to me, but Not a must well, I don't know much about Nintendo. No, fair enough. So Logan, we'll stay with you. What's going to be number nine on your team? There's one, well, there's probably, there's there's a there's a number that I really want to sort of chuck in. Um, <laughs> I kind of, there's one game that I'm intrigued by that I really want to put in, but could be a mystique. Um, but I'm going to do it because I, for some reason it looks like it could be interesting. It's Tales of Kenzara Zao, which is an unlogan pick, but it's going in. Hmm. Interesting. I only saw that on one list, and, mm. it, and it made it into Parky's Grand Prix team. Uh, actually, I might have seen it on Salmon's, you know. That may well have been mm. lurking there. but It wouldn't surprise me if it was on his sort of list, but no. it looks, I don't know, I want to try and find one that's a bit of a um, potential, I wouldn't say gem, but something a bit sort of lesser unknown. Um, and I quite like the look of it as something a little bit different for me. So we'll chuck that in. Any awareness of this paper? None. Not on the <laughs> list. Not on there. April 23rd, 2024 release date. So, you know, it could be, well, be early-ish, so... Time to get rid of it, if not. But Tales of Kenzara Zao for Logan. Paper not even interested in, in debating that particular one. Number nine for you, then, Paper. But if it starts getting a little bit hard, uh, not oh. hard. There's lots of games. That can, that's the problem is there's too many games still yeah. left to pick from in my list. And mm. so, like, I start second-guessing myself. But I'm going to trust that the one-hour worth of research I did yesterday was going <laughs> to be worth it. <laughs> I'm going to pick Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Hmm. Yeah, that was a fairly popular one in the Grand Prix. Mm. And um, yeah, that's uh, definitely one that people are after. February the 16th, it's it's going to be appearing. 
Uh, talk us through that one. Another Nintendo game. So you're clearly yeah. backing them. Logan's calling them the dribbling out shit, basically. And you're saying, well, I'll take the shit and get the <laughs> Nintendo bump. Thank you. Well, I think they're going to all be starved of their, their big title Nintendo, so some of the smaller games might get a bit more of a shout this year. Um, mm. But it's it's a remake, and just once again, once you have to go back to Metacritic to have a look at. Uh, mm. Scored an 81 there on like the Game Boy Advance or whatever it was. Um, but, you know, hopefully they've... Well, they look what they've done. They've, 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 they seem to have upped it quite a lot, and I think people are just looking forward to it. And I think it could just be one of those nice mid-80 games, you know, that, you know... It's, Bills out there and people enjoy steady pair of hands they're saying unlike andre (laughs) and that's what they're after logan response to that another as you called it a drip of shit from nintendo coming out and i just don't feel like it's their best i think that's (laughs) what i feel like and then because i feel like well i don't know um it's hard to say because you even when i say it's a drip of shit it's still pretty good though so but it you know I feel like this year I'm going a little bit more um, left field. I feel like Paper definitely wants it, and he's going for those those Nintendo bankers. <laughs> well, let's see, Logan. The final pick maybe just as important as your first pick. So mm-hmm. what are you going to round your team out with? <clears throat> really struggling here because there's a couple that I want to kind of chuck in. Um, I... Oh, this is so tricky. I kind of there's a couple in here. I might go with skull and bones. Skull and bones. Go on. It yeah. is on the list, James. Somehow, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Same release date as Mario versus there's Donkey still Kong. Side squads on here as well, so you got to query it. Um, I think I'm going to do Alone in the Dark. <laughs> I mean, it's been delayed out from last year, which is yeah, which is fine. Um, they first of all they said we just want to avoid all the mentalness that's going on yeah. late in the year, then they delayed it again. But um, yeah, trying to uh, reboot that extremely old mm. survival horror franchise coming off the backs of the likes of Resident Evil Four, Dead yeah. Space remake. There's a Silent Hill Two remake in production, Alan Wake Two, which come out at the back end of 2023. It's coming out at a time where we've had a lot of good and great survival horror games. So it could be good or it could be really bad for it. It, it needs to be up to snuff is what I'm saying. Otherwise it'll, yes. get, it'll be crapped on. Um, talk to us a little bit more about this decision. Because well, you don't like exactly survival horror. Happened. I don't, know. Um, but from what I know, <laughs> it's had... It, it was well enjoyed back in the day. And if they reimagine it, properly then it could do well it's yep. just whether they do it properly and can they be trusted and i don't know yeah, it's right. as you say it's not my typical uh genre of choice um but i thought i'd give it a go to be honest paper alone in the dark i mean it's out early 20th of march 2024 so was this considered as a a little quick let's get it banked get a score in and then just move on with our lives wasn't on the list Cool. Uh, it was. I, I. To be fair, I, like Krog, I, I fucking hate horror. So uh, I. I just. I just don't look into. It. And I also think. Yeah, it's just one of those ones. There's been so many good horror games out, and once again, I didn't look at those. Um, it just has to be up to snuff. And if it isn't, mm. it gets compared to some of those 
good horror games and that sort of takes points off and it doesn't get any it hasn't got it's not got any of those things going for it, like playstation exclusive nintendo that gets it that little bump for no reason um so yeah it's uh i don't know what croc's doing this year i feel like he's gone off piece like this is it's allows <laughs> me to a lot more it's, it's, it's crazy like i don't know what he's done it's this is not the normal croc he's it's, it's gone to his head i don't know that that title is, is and he's playing silly buggers <laughs> the original came out in 1992 so it's been a long old long time um I mean, I'm excited for it, but I like, you know, survival horror games. And, uh, yes, Pieces Interactive are the developers, so pick the bones out of that when you get time to yeah. research those. But Alone in the Dark, coming 20th of March 2024. So it'll be there. It'll come up quick, Logan. You'll know soon enough whether it's <laughs> it's been a worthwhile pick. And uh, that rounds out your team. And that's crushed. Shit year, isn't it? Well, he's a, he's a, a tricky one. Year. It is a tricky it's one. A, it, trench you know, war. Already making it is a trench war. Excuses. <laughs> Sometimes you need to get down and dirty, Krog. I did say at the start of this year, I feel like you need to scrap around a little bit. And look, the simple fact is, is when I'm looking at this list, I've absolutely not gone in the order. So um, <laughs> there's some things that, well, I've moved it around multiple times already. And I think, you know, my top three felt like or top four or five felt like they were the good ones and i've they've all gone so then literally i've got 20 games of any order you like really other than skull and bones and suicide squad which are 24 and 25 so mm. it's um it's a tricky one i think james has definitely played it safe fair play to him um but yeah, I want to go so. sound a little bit different. No, I mean, look, I think they'll definitely score in the in the low eighties at least. The one, those two Mario games. Um, but yeah, there was something about Tales of Kanzara that I like the look of. Um, that I thought critically might do well. And um, Alone in the Dark is really just a flip of a coin as to whether they can execute it. And I've gone on that older, if you like, um, pull out the name, pedigree. But it won't have it. I'm almost certain. Paper final pick. Obviously, it seems like a lot of your games haven't been taken up, so you've got a, no, a free choice just, of all sorts to be picking here. I was just looking at my the top seventeen. I've only got three of Krog's games on my list, so you know <laughs> I've done all right in terms of my order. And he got the number one with The Last of Us. Um, yeah. And Football Manager was there, and it wasn't down to the Rise of Rohan, which was not set at number seventeen that it picked. So there's a few games that sat in front of it. I'll go through the ones that have. I'm not going to pick because okay. I think because of, because of Krog's crazy antics, it allows me to be a little bit more liberal with my final pick, which is nice. <laughs> so if I wanted to be, if Krog had picked well, because he hasn't, um, I would have gone uh, Formula One 24 because it's a standard. Okay. It's a, yeah, it's one of those ones you know you're going to score well and stuff like that. But then you've also got games like Tomb Raider Remastered coming out this year, which looks mm-hmm. interesting. You've got uh, Crone Sworn, you've got uh, Banishers, The Ghost of New Eden, Homeworld 3, which I'm not going to pick this year. Cool. South Park Snow Day. South Park games always do well. You know, we've got a new Star Wars game. You could even, if you really, really want to risk it, you pick Fable 4. Uh, and uh, and uh, But I, I don't think that'll come out this year. It's maybe more of a GTA. But that. <laughs> That's uh, there, there's some good games there that haven't been picked, and that's not including James has been through VGC's most anticipated there and basically <laughs> uh, chuffed them all in. <laughs> Tomb Raider wouldn't have been there, Cronesworn wouldn't have been there, you know, Homeworld wouldn't have been there, you know, so it's uh, but and there's loads of stuff that hasn't we haven't picked up on. I can't believe you're not picking Homeworld 3 after giving me that last year. <laughs> and you're actually going to come out, you're going, nah. I, 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 I could, I could, and I think I would have if it wasn't for this one game that 
I was leaving to the last day. I thought this could be a I know what it is. 90 and plus I've, I've game. Seen, yeah. And it's, I don't think a lot of people are going to be talking about it. Is it made um, by Obsidian, James? Uh, I don't know who it's made by, actually. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't ever tend to look at that detail, level of detail, when I'm looking at games. Um, but I think this one will score well, and I think it's Braid Anniversary Edition. Oh. oh. No, yeah. it's not. It's, it's a 93 it scored Metacritic game 10 yeah. years ago. If it does, if they've done that port well, it will score that, that higher. What's game. the name? Braid. Braid uh, Anniversary Edition. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's quite a shrewd one because the original was one of those indie darlings from back in the day. You had Fez, you had Braid, and I think you had Super Meat Boy. There's even yeah. like a the, the Netflix documentary that was like called Indie Game, which I think followed those three games. And you know, the developer of Braid, Jonathan Blow, went on to do uh, The Witness, which scored very highly. And yeah, this was back in the day. This was one of the kings of the indies in the early days of when indies weren't really a, a thing. So to see it come back with a, a fresh coat of paint is going to be exciting for a lot of people. So it's coming out early as well, April 30th. So you won't have to wait too long to get that. Um, Logan, thoughts on that one? Seemed I don't know cool. anything about it. So caught out. Can't really, can't add anything. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of the original. Didn't know there was a new one. Yeah, and that's craft. Good luck. It was it's one of those ones that when it was, I just was looking through some lists and I saw, oh, anniversary edition. I was like, I better go and have a look at that score, what it scored originally. And if it was like mid 80s or low 80s, I probably wouldn't have picked it. But no. because it was like a 93 on Metacritic, I was like, hey, all they've got to do is put a skin on this and people will probably be, you know, <laughs> quite happy. Over it. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it should be, a, it should at the very least be a mid 80s game, you'd expect. Yeah, I think with, because it's a 2D game, it's an indie game it will be under less scrutiny for the mechanics feeling old because actually the mechanics in the game are actually quite unique and still to this day haven't really been replicated. So a refresh of this would be would be nice indeed. So the Braid Anniversary Edition caps off Paper's team. Let's go just do the full rundown of your team, Logan. <clears throat> Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, Hades 2, Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2, Rise of the Ronin, Metaphor, Refantasio, Football Manager 2025, Tales of Kinzira, Zhao, Alone in the Dark. Happy? Content? Scared? Frightened? No, I mean, I've... I've, I think it's a difficult year. There's no two ways yeah. about it. I've got a couple of gamblers in there. Um, but I like to do... I feel like doing something a bit different this year. Look, I'll put my banker in, yeah. I'll put my safe one in, and then I'll have a little go with some other stuff and see what happens. Roll the dice slightly. Paper, what's your thoughts on Logan's team now it's complete? Do you see that as much of a threat? I... I, 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 I I don't know if Fritz the right word. There's a lot of unknowns there for me that I don't really understand. Uh, the I'm whole not... fucking year is an unknown, James, <laughs> to me. Oh, honestly, but I, I, I looked at it and I was like, there's The Last of Us and then there's Persona and Final Fantasy. And then beyond that, I was like, we've got yearly releases, we've got Call of Duties, we've got F1s, we've got FC. Like, I was like, what else do you do? And I was like, I'll steer away from that shit. 
But this is what I mean. Every time you, mm. you, you put out the game plan out there, you know, mid-85s, you know what you got to do. Yeah. You've, I feel like in the final three games, you've exploded and just gone crazy. You picked football well, manager early because yeah, you were scared yeah. I was going to pick it. And then you just went off the boil. I don't know what's gone on. I say scared. It's about as close to a, a banker as I could a- get. A- absolutely scared that I was going to pick it, that you picked it first. Absolutely. Just get in there. There's it. nothing else out there that I felt that like was going to do better well, than that. So why not secure it? Formula One 24 probably would have done better than it. <laughs> I'm not picking that shit. <laughs> you absolutely capitulated at the end. It's crazy. I, I, I couldn't believe it when those, those games were being picked. Like It's like, great, this, this, this makes my life easier. That's it. We'll, well see. It'll all come out in the wash, that's for sure, mm. in, in 12 months' time or so. Mm. Um, paper, let's go for your team. Microsoft Flight Simulator 24, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Tekken 8, Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, Persona 3 Reload, Black Myth Wukong, Elden Ring, Shadow of the Erd Tree, Princess Peach Showtime, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, and Braid Anniversary Edition. Happy with all that when it's all said and done? reasonable pick there was a like the black myth wukon i i have no idea and i'll have to go off way and have a look at it and stuff mm. like that and it might be we just have to have a look at it because i don't know and i think last time i've done this before where i've gone oh it was like to parking and it happened to be the top high scoring game of the my team so it's yeah. uh, i won't shit over it just yet um but yeah apart from that everyone else picked on a similar vein to where my sort of list was going so i you know i think if, if it all goes wrong I can't really look to anyone else but myself um, and blame. Uh, I'll have to just look and say, well, Krog was better on that, that given day. Um, though by his final three picks, probably not. <laughs> Logan, looking at Paper's team, I mean, he, 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 he wouldn't call yours a threat, but he roundly mm. criticised the picks. But what do you think of what he's put together? I think there's a lot in the balance, is what I would say. I think there's, I, I'd agree with James, there's a lot of unknowns in my list. Like, there's no two ways about that. Um, but I don't. I think James's faith is based on Nintendo being Nintendo, and I'm not sure that Nintendo have chucked or put their best foot forward at this point. So, look, I think what has to be said is that there's work to be done for the rest of the year, um, and there's a couple of games of mine that are coming out relatively soon. Um, so I'll be keenly looking to see what they're doing and also having an eye on what Nintendo are up to. But they also, the one thing I do have to say is, is there is a plethora of other games that I won't mention that are looking pretty good and there's options. So options I'm not, I think this year, I think you're right. I think this year is going to be a year of transfers, um, <laughs> and using that to the, to the max, um, but look, I think the fact that James hasn't seen Tales of Kanzara is interesting. So I'd have expected him to have come across that. And that one's got a good emotional story to tell with it, which usually resonates well. Alone in the Dark hits them survival horror notes. I think there's a good game there. So look, I'm not unduly worried. I think things like Prince of Persia could cost me. It's things like that that I'm more concerned about rather than necessarily my picks <laughs> I, I think it's interesting you say you think it's going to be the year of transfers i think it's going to be the year of the team with the least transfers will win because i, well, think look, there's, I there's always no, go on that basis nothing, i think there's no everything's mm. going to be 
sort of very evenly scored. And so you can see if you make yeah, two yeah, or three crazy. transfers that you suddenly lost 15 points and that's quite a lot in the grand scheme of things. That was the only reason I'm mm. sat here today is someone did three, three more transfers more than me. And uh, no, I the can... reason you're sat here today is because Adkins chuffed it in the most <laughs> unbelievable chuff I've ever seen a chuff happen. So that's the only reason you're sitting there, <laughs> but you're there. And look, I think, look, you keep your, your transfers to low, you're doing you're doing well. But what I mean by that is there's a lot of turt. And I think there's a lot of middling <laughs> games, which I think you'll have the opportunity later in the year to upgrade. That's my gut feel. But then you, I always think if you're going to upgrade an 80, it's got to be more than 85. Agreed, yeah, it has, yeah. So it's not worth it. Great, <laughs> not yeah. make any transfers he said <laughs> so um that's that i mean paper do you have any games you want to reveal that aren't on your list Cause in case you do have transfer fodder there i know some people keep stuff close to their chest but is there anything cause i know you went through your stuff just before your last few picks but any other games that that aren't on your list revealed it all didn't they a mistake yeah. the challenger <laughs> oh no i don't think there's any mistake i i think it's you know I think there's more than enough games to go round to get mid picks this year, you know, and I don't think mm. there's, unless there's something that comes out in the middle of the year that thinks, well, we need to put that on a team ASAP. I don't think there's anything that Krog could transfer in that I couldn't find something else that's of a similar value. Um, so I'm not too worried about the transfer in this year. So I'll show you my list afterwards. I'm not worried. Here's my cards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Logan, any games you want to reveal that you either thought about putting in and didn't or... You know, I'm not the one thing the that I would say is is that I really, really wanted to put Star Wars in. I think well, I'm surprised. No, well, no, the remaster. Oh, Dark oh okay. You got, Dark Forces. You've got the Dark Forces remaster yes. and you've got Outlaws, which are yeah. both there. To be honest, I expected them to be higher up. Um, and I think the one, the big one that I'm surprised that no one's got anywhere is Avowed. That's when mm. I said Obsidian. I was like, I can't believe no one's touched it. Um, scared off scared off by it but um yeah i think this is what i mean there are others out there as well i was surprised mario versus Do well i say i was surprised mario versus donkey kong and princess peach were were quite low down um and then there's things like lost records bloom and rage that i thought mm -hmm. people would like um as you say banishes ghost of new eden there's a couple of what i'd say cool looking games out there that i'm i'm sort of kind of surprised people haven't touched yeah. Um, Biff games, I'd call them. Well, I've sent you the Grand Prix teams in full in that group so you can access mm. those. We're going to quickly run through those and get some cold reactions of what's there. I've sent them in separate little pictures, essentially. Um, I'll obviously read them out as well, and you know the audio guys can listen in. But Biff being the number one in the draft order, here's, here's his full 10-game roster. You've got The Last of Us Part Two remastered. You've got Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. You've got Rise of the Ronin. You've got Pacific Drive. You've got Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. We've got the Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remastered, starring Lara Croft. You've got Open Roads. We've got Warhammer 40k, Space Marine 2. We've got another code recollection. And then we've got, oh God, Jujitsu Kaisen Cursed Clash. Any high level thoughts on that paper? I just think there's just some real low scoring games in that list like Warhammer's always 
very hit or miss and when it misses it really misses mm. um so mm. stuff like that suicide squad you know so, yeah. prince of persia you know there's there's just some things in there that i probably wouldn't have touched uh the tomb raider being that low down i think was a reasonable pick and i think a lot of people might have missed that i think though that could go either way i think you know old crap in it like really old well, crap ps1 level to yeah, I, I, I like, yeah, but I like the way that they've done it. They yeah. remaster and jump between the remaster and the old one. It does look get cool. It, so, so you can just jump back and play what it looked like in PS1. And, but it'll play know, like garbage still. That's yeah, what I'm exactly. getting at. But you can lock the old <laughs> old fuck in the freezer again. Yeah, um, that's true. That is, yeah. that is the ultimate. Putting that all in. anyone ever did. Put that old pervert in that freezer. Go on the quad bike and that was it. Yeah. But uh, Logan, any thoughts of Bish's team there? As a number one in the draft order... Is that up to snuff? I mean, it's a tough year, no. as we know, but no, he's it not is happy. a tough year. Well, it again, it's really hard. It's always interesting, I find, like to see how everyone ranks games, like because mm. you know when I have got my list here, and I, you know, I haven't got Mario and Donkey Kong, Princess Peach, yeah. Metaphor, Prince of Persia, Rise of Ronin. None of them are in my top ten. Like some mm. of them aren't even my top twenty, and you see people putting them in there. You know, top two, three, four picks. It's in- it's just interesting to see. I mean, I I don't want to be overly critical of things because it's a tough year, and um, I think it is easy to go to yearly releases in tough years. And one thing that I quite like actually about a lot of people's lists when I'm looking at them mm. is that there's not a lot of like yearly release just filler. I mean, I think yeah. the only one in any of the lists really is Football Manager, and I kind of think fair play to people for having a go. I think that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, so Biff was actually the only person to get his first two picks that he had in his list. So his first two picks were The Last of Us Part 2 Remaster and that Prince of Persia lost I crown. need to look at this Prince of Persia because it seems like a fucking mad choice to put that well, as your second pick. That's what he wanted. It he loves, seems mad. He loves it. So mm. a quick look at Agcock. We've got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Persona 3 Reload, Mario vs. Donkey Kong Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons Remake, Star Wars Dark Forces Remaster, Manor Lords, Still Wakes the Deep, The Plucky Squire, Rift of the Necrodancer, and then Braid Anniversary Edition. Uh, paper thoughts on what Adcock can do. Will he finally fulfill his potential with that one? I th- I think that's a really strong team. Like It's like anything when you go into the Grand Prix. There's going to be a few games that maybe... Uh, uh, need to be subbed out but things like manor lords has been getting a lot of uh hype on like the indie scene at the moment with uh, mm-hmm. uh on steam and stuff like that and if, it looks like people are quite excited for that and it's also in early access so people actually get to play and they get to feedback so if that comes out it will score relative well and it's one of those ones that not a lot of people pick and i expect adcock to get that so you know got braid as well you know as we saw the, the one thing that's quite high up that i'm a bit like the brother two towers sun remake mm. that didn't score too highly mm. originally so just the, the remake of it and it doesn't feel like it's that old so why are we remaking it um yeah. it's sort of a bit like that's the only one i'm a bit like but apart from that i think you know he's done quite well for himself this could be his year bit of data for adcock's team he had to go down to his 16th game to get his 10 games that's the lowest of anyone so everyone else had to go further down their list so he's got the most out of that initial list of 25 he's not had to go as low as some of the others with that in mind logan can adcock can pac-man pull it out the bag or is he condemned to another year in the doldrums yeah it looks like a reasonably strong list i think if that braid does well as well it, mm. it you know all the way down there it could could be good for him um but there's a couple on there that i'm not really aware of so but he, as you say he's always always got himself on the cusp in the last sort of year or so after sabotaging it a few years back so um 
yeah, it could be could be a good one for him. We've got Salmon, Tekken 8, Black Myth Wukong, Star Wars Outlaws, Avowed, Homeland Free, Life by You, Terminator, Dark Fate Defiance, Nightingale, World of Goo, Grand Blue Fantasy, Relink. Um, paper. We said he, it, you said he didn't know what he was doing for the first few years. Is he? Has he finally got the hang of it now? Are you saying with that? Uh, I think I there's a know. few things in there that, that might need to be looked at. But you know, you, we don't know how deep they went in their list to get some of these games. Um, uh, he went we, to we, eighteen. No, 19, a- sorry. Oh, uh, World of Goob 2 being that high. Okay. Um, so, but like, he's got Homeworld 3, you know, that's a nice one. Star Wars Outlaw. This Black Myth w- w- Wukong is like, it's be interesting. I think I know nothing about it, so I, I don't want to comment on that. It could be one of those ones that, you know, he surprises us and he gets a few good scores and it comes out. It's just, I guess we're joking because we don't know some of the stuff yeah. on there. But yeah, it's, uh, there's some... We're joking, James, or we're laughing because of the way that you've just directly not answered the question after bigging him up in the, in the oh, initial draw. At the end of the day, I care about his top two picks and even then, you know, yeah. it's debatable. So, <laughs> Any thoughts on Salmon, Logan, and his chances for the Grand Prix? Has he scuppered himself? Yeah, I mean, I think he needs, I think he needs a couple of games there to do well for him. Needs um, to I massage that at least eventually with some transfers. Oh. It, it looks that way to me, but... Mm. We'll find Good out, to him. Adkins, he's got Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Senua Saga, Saga, Hellblade 2, Final Fantasy 14, Dawn Trail, Helldivers 2, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD, one of the Nintendo games not picked up in this main championship game, the remake of, uh, of Luigi Mansion's Dark Moon, Alone in the Dark, South Park Snow Day, EA Sports FC 25, and Football Manager 2025. That is... Adkins' list, and just for the data, he had to go the deepest in his list. He had to go all the way down to 29 to get a full 10-game roster. Is that what he had Football Manager? Yeah, that was down at 29. And the only only games missing off it are Skull and Bones and Destiny 2 The Final Shape, so he nearly ended up with that dross. But It surprises (laughs) me how low people do put Football Manager down the list. We know it scores between 80 and 85 every year, and it's like people just don't play the game for the game. They just they just get, you know... Well, I think they, think they don't have to sacrifice a higher... You like, crapped on it a minute ago. It as well. the consistency? Oh, no, I think for the Grand Prix, you're looking for an average of 80. For this game, you need an 85. <laughs> That's why you fucked it. <laughs> Yet yeah, you still play a six. Yeah. Fucked it, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think Adkins. I, what I quite like about Adkins's uh, games is like you go big on your top, but if you can get the low hanging fruit at the bottom, that's going to score you those eighties. Maybe maybe EA Sports might not, but yeah. like a Football Manager, South Park Snow Day, Alone in the Dark. These are good ish games, you know. Crapped uh, on it again a minute ago. Crapped yeah. on Alone in the Dark, and it's well, no, a good game. You're going to get the consistency. 80s, the 80s, the 80 plus, you know. What did I'm, I say, James, at the top what, of the thing? 820 is going to be roughly the score you need this year. So if you get 82s across the board, you're probably winning it. I'll, I'll remember that when I get 85 across the board. Good okay. luck to you, yeah. You, I mean, it's doable. It's just harder than last year. <laughs> Logan, any thoughts on Adkins' team? He's got your football manager in there and he's got EA Sports yeah. FC. So towards the back end, he was clearly struggling. Although not struggling enough to give Skull and Bones a lookout, but... You know, yeah, still, I mean, still go very deep there. into his list, so he's not got as many uniques as some of the others in there. Yeah, I mean, I had Like a Dragon, Snoo's Saga, Hellblade 2, Final Fantasy. I didn't have, I didn't have that Dawn Trail one. 
And they all um, do pretty well, to be fair, those expansions. So it's a pretty yeah. shrewd one. It's the only, it's on his list and no one else's. So it's a very unique pick that he's got in there. I think there's a, just a couple that I'd probably be looking at, which is Stalker 2. I don't, mm. I think that's been lurking for a little while. That's um, the Ukrainian dev. So there's a good yes, news story to come out of that. So people will be looking to not crap on that if they can help it. Yeah. Um, Luigi's Mansion was a bit like, mm, could be good. Again, could be middling. It was like mid-70s, I think, Luigi's Yeah. Mansion. That's the only problem with it. It wasn't that I think great. that's what put me off. I was like, it weren't great to start off with, and then you're giving it a remaster. You Fresh go, you wonder if paint, all that's required. Yeah, well, is that it? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's some good games on there. He's got some bankers in EA Sports and FM. It, it, I mean, it feels like that's the strongest we've seen so far. Ooh. Interesting. All things given. Let's move on to Hall. Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door, the remake. Elden Ring, Shadow of the Earth Tree. Dragon's Dogma 2. 33 Immortals. Princess Peach Showtime. Little Nightmares 3. The Wolf Among Us 2. Visions of Mana. Destiny 2. The Final Shape. And he's unfortunately got himself a blank. So in Hall these days, isn't he? If you're going to provide the bare minimum, after 25 games, at least show they've given effort. Because some people chuck in 12 out there some years. And I was like, you're not even trying. So 25 mm. minimum. he done the bare minimum and he's been scuppered by that running out of games. So that might be a bit of a lesson to him, particularly when you're lower down the order, you need to provide a bit more. But yeah. um, thoughts on that paper. He's hamstrung by that blank, but it's not It's not terminal because it would just be a five, it would just be a mandatory transfer essentially. But things some reasonable games on there you know the uh, dragon's dogma 2 uh the prince of peach the little nightmares which didn't come up mm. the wolf among us 2 could be an either way it could be a reasonable draft pick that low down who knows destiny 2 we always give it stick but you know was it light for a few years ago got reasonable scores which queen they go which one queen? good one one shit one yeah. so we do a good one now good one, exactly. this, is so the, it, this is the last one as well yeah. so exactly so they got to put it out of the bag the thing that annoys me when i see blanks and then i see no one's picked things like formula one like just throw it on the bottom of your list right. it's not yeah. hard it's just like we know it comes out every year we know it's that's what Atkins has done mid 80s just throw it at the bottom like do what you want and then you know if you get that far down at least you're going to get an 80-ish scoring game um yeah. on your list and then you don't have to transfer it out and lose five points um does, do they lose five points for having to transfer a blank in yep you don't yeah. get you don't get a free well, unless pass you pick it up from the unless you pick it up from the free yeah. market isn't it? well yeah. actually i need to look at what i wrote down last time i think actually you yeah. get penalise whatever it's just an automatic minus five because it's it's a sin to not <laughs> yeah, have the yeah. 10 games so yeah you don't be getting away with that nonsense but <laughs> there's Hall's little group there any thoughts on Hall then Logan seems like the blank might be the headline but that can be easily overcome if you just pick a a nice little high 80s game yeah I mean I think there's some games that I had like Dragon's Dogma 2 mm. um, I think yeah the, I mean it's got potential if he if he gets a good Sub in, um, Wolf Among Us 2 does well, Little Nightmares 3 comes out, all those sort of things. And I mean, he could could pull it back, but um, it's always just a blow. It does look like a blow when you blank. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is possible to make a comeback from that. Parky's number six, down in the doldrums, struggling, and here's what he's produced. Hades 2, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024. So you would have had that um, had Paper not picked it on his team, um, Logan. Mm. So instead you've got instead you've got Metaphor Refantasio. Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Lost mm. Records Bloom and Rage replaced, which looked fucking awesome two years ago and has been 
gone. So that's been forgotten about people, absolutely. Tales of Kinzira Zhao, Shadow of the Ninja Reborn, Zenless Zone Zero, and then Splatoon 3 Expansion Pass, Side Order. Paper, you've been down in that number six position before. You know how tough it is just to cobble anything together. How has Parky done in your eyes there? I think, like... Having Microsoft Flight Simulator is is a bit of a steal, to be honest. I think that's a really good pick, and it, it makes me feel so much nicer. I stole it off loading as well. Uh, <laughs> if I hadn't have picked that, you know, he would have got it. And you know, I I think it's going to score really well. There's a lot of games that I don't really know too much about, so it feels hard. To, so it feels like it could go one way or the other. It is hard being down there, but once again, like I think sometimes if you're that low then sometimes it's best to flip the games around and get the football managers near the top of the grid and like the the e uh what's it uh the what was we said formula ones and stuff like that because then you know you're going to get sort of that, that 80-ish style game uh early on and stuff like that but you know uh, i think he's done you know apart from microsoft flight simulator i don't really know too much about everything else no fair enough logan this park he's effort he actually submitted the most games 14 total so he didn't want to have the bank he done mm. he done what was needed to do, <clears throat> and to be honest, he's been rewarded quite handsomely in some cases. Obviously, a few wild cases there, but that's what you get when you're sixth in the running order and when you've been demoted down and lost the championship game. It's a brutal start to the Grand Prix once you've been kicked out of this 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 ivory tower that you're now sitting in. Yeah, I think the top sort of like six or seven are reasonable. I don't know about that Metal Gear Solid one. It looked like something I didn't really want to touch. To be honest, I think that's an old tutor in it. Yeah, it's been remade. Yeah. So it's like... Can it be trusted? Konami can't be trusted. And it's as simple as that. Mm. They can be trusted. But I think um, Hades 2, if it comes out, as you say, Flight Sim, Metaphor Re Fantasio could be good. Lots of records look good. Replaced, as you say, I like Tales of Kinzira. So there's some pretty reasonable picks on there. Um, again, I, I really do feel like this year, you look at a list and you go, that game could be good or bad. Yeah. It look, it, it you know, it, there's a lot out there. I think where it, it sort of hangs in the balance, and I think it's the same for everyone. I think everyone's in a similar boat where there's some games out there where it goes well, flip a coin to yeah. a certain extent. It is the trench war. It's going to be really difficult. Um, blow, uh, paper. I'm going to put you on the spot. Out of the six Grand Prix teams that you've seen, and had a little chat about who is going to be the winner based on what you've got here. For me, I'd be putting my money on Adcock at this moment in time. I just think there's a relatively strong lineup. Like with his top half of the the, the Tate picks, just feel like solid picks that are going to score well. His bottom half, he's gone for some more indie darlings, should we say? Mm. And like, get Braid Anniversary at number ten in my thing was a real steal. And like it just shows, you know, sometimes having that little bit of knowledge in that indie space, you know, you could pull a few few uh, big big gut ones or big scoring ones near the back end of your draw. So I'm I think Adcock for me has got it. Logan, who are you gonna put your money on? Yeah, I think Adcock's got a strong list, but I think Adkins is looks like a. Um, a set of averaging mid eighties in there. I think he's got some really strong, well, what feel like some strong picks. Interesting. They're both back um, in their first team picks each. Yeah, Is there I mean, some I, bias I, coming in here. Well, I don't want to say it's bias. Well, I think like a dragon, Snewers, like Hellblade two, Final Fantasy, Helldivers two, Luigi's Mansion, South Park, Football Manager. Like, I think there's some good strong mid eighties games there. Luigi's Mansion could do really well. Um, Alone in the Dark, if done well, could do really well. So I think there's. A lot of potential there. I think EA Sports will be a mid-70s, high-70s, 80s top game. Um, so that's probably going to drag him down a bit. But overall, it looks like a pretty strong list. I think there's some in 
Adcock's list that I just don't know about. Um, and I like Parkey's. I think if some of his bottom three could do well, then I think he's in a good spot. Um, I don't like Biff's list, I have to say. <laughs> um, I don't. And I think Salmon's <laughs> needs some work. Biff was number um, one in the draft, so you're saying it's a real waste of squandering that number one slot. Well, look, if you've got Prince of Persia as number two, and then you've got other things in there like Jiu-Jitsu, Kaizen, another, like, I don't know. I don't know too much about them, but for first pick, it feels like a strange... It doesn't look like the list. I mean, it's not the list that I would have picked. Like, when I look at my top ten, and I look at what Biff's got there, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, look, it. this is what I mean. It's really easy to criticise at this point, but I think there's a lot up in the air. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, we'll see. But I think Adkins, to me, looks like a, a list of games that I mostly recognise and I think right. would do slightly better. Yeah. So that's what they think. And we're all going to play it out over the next 12 months or so as the season kicks off for the Fantasy Gaming League 2024. Paper, any final words before we depart and uh, say goodbye? No. Um, I'm looking forward to my flowers at the end of the year. And um, if we could get everyone on the call to thank me for being the 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 goat of the oh. this game, I'd be much appreciated. Sorry, Krog, but you know it's, it's only going one way. It's home here. Well, Logan, do you have any response to that as we close out this draft show? No, I just think it's going to be a really interesting year. Um, I think it's. Uh, I think, as I say, there's a lot up in the air, and um, you know, I will say. If James wins, fair play. Mm. What else can you say? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a tricky year. And um, It's a 30-year rivalry. Where's the fucking venom? Look, I'm placid in my old age. <laughs> I am not. I've got another 30 years to go. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, on that note, that'll be the FGL draft for 2024. We'll see you on the uh, next episode. Nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.